Hi everybody, Craig from Yes Have Some here. And I just wanted to take a minute to tell you all about YHS Podcast on Patreon. You know, you're here for a reason. You either just discovered Yes Have Some or you've been listening for a long time. You like what we do here. And I'm telling you, Patreon is the best way to get a lot more of it. For as little as $5 a month, you can help support YHS, help us keep the lights on, as they say, and you get complete access to our entire archive of bonus audio content. We do multiple bonus episodes a month. Sometimes they're full YHS episodes. Sometimes it's me just rambling about toys. We even have Jacob Walsh doing passages of Stephen King and giving his insight and opinion on all the books he loves with the Jacob Walsh Book Club. I'm telling you, the people that are already a part of it absolutely love it. We have this incredible community. And it's not just the audio episodes. You're going to get access to the exclusive YHS Patreon Discord, as well as our Patreon Instagram. Like, when we go on trips, when we go to Star Wars Celebration, when we go to Dragon Con, when we do all the stuff that YHS is known for, we don't post everything publicly. We have an Instagram page just for Patreon. It has exclusive photos, video, and just content that you're not going to get anywhere else except for on the YHS Instagram for Patreon. So, Abby likes to say, turn the wheel and unlock that vault and get access to all of this incredible YHS content Patreon.com slash yes have some. As little as five dollars a month, we have multiple tiers. And I'm telling you, you're not gonna be disappointed. Okay, let's get to the show. Yes, have some. Yes, have some. You know, they told me you people were conceited douchebags. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi mask. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Yes, Have Some Podcast, a.k.a. YHS Podcast, a.k.a. I can't believe we're at home because we spend so much time on the road. We had an entire season of Obi-Wan Kenobi go by. I don't even think I watched it in my own house one time. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to get to rewatch it. I'm sick of watching it in hotels, with HDMI cords and mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> okay. Jake, what's up, man? How are you? I, I'm good. I was just having a... A chill, kind of lazy day. I haven't really done anything. I I, I uh, pulled all the pillows and blankets into the VHS room and watched a movie. Uh, that one of the movies that I bought uh, when we were in Connecticut. Oh, cool! Watched one on my, uh, you know, on the v, on the VCR, and I just been chilling, man, just hanging out. That's good. That's, That's cool. a good day. You know, I tried yeah. to play one of my VHS tapes that I got from that place, and it it didn't play. I was a little bit bummed. Which oh, one? They, it's like. Do they not test their tapes? I don't know. Um, it could also be my TV is like whatever it is. I tried smacking the TV several times to get well, it. Well, that's to... not going to do it. Oh, <laughs> it, that's how I used to fix the old TV. I do miss. So this is like a cartoon He-Man. Sometimes the tracking knockoff. The, sometimes the tracking on the TV VCR combo gets messed up and you give it a couple taps and it works. And I'll There's tell you a what button for that, though. Not on this one. It just is hit it. Hit TV to make it. I miss is it insane as people who have iPhones and iPhone 13s and GPS and, and all FaceTime and all the shit that we have at our disposable disposal? Is it not amazing that we 
grew up and lived in a time in our lifetime where the best bet for fixing a piece of technology was hitting it. It was punching it. Or blowing it. <laughs> that was literally my family's only version of therapy was like, well, if you're mad, you get up and you hit that TV. Hit it. <laughs> like, I like that. I want, I wish they would bring that. Nowadays, back. nowadays, if you tap a flat screen wrong, it's destroyed. It's <laughs> Our old TV would go to like this pink mode and we would have to sit up, go up to the right side and go bam, bam, bam. Like, fuck this thing. I just wish like a new Android or iPhone would come out and where there was like a, a thing where like, oh, if you accidentally get to this screen, just hit it. Just hit it. Yeah. Hit mode. But even like with I don't think it's ever part of the instruction. No. Like now I'm downloading a digital game. I see, you know, PS Plus on PlayStation now has like a premium version where there's all these streaming games now. And you just have a, a and it, for 15 bucks a month, a library of hundreds of like PS4 and PS5 games at your disposal. And again, I'm thinking about six year old me like a maniac with my, you know, Super Mario or, or or Duck Hunt or whatever game gotcha. I played the worst games on Nintendo. So I actually gotcha. I was the kid who liked Duck Hunt. I was like, come on over, guys, we'll play some Duck Hunt. Big I surprise. Like- <laughs> I was into it. But just blowing. You're like, we all we all did it. And then everybody had their their no, you gotta wrap it in the t-shirt and do a little twisty twirl, and then you get like what? What's the twisty twirl? What are you talking ever? about? To get it to play the the game, there was there was some kids who would instead of blowing directly into the cartridge would wrap it in like a t shirt and blow into it because they would say it needs the air but you don't want like the spit spittle. <laughs> that way God doesn't see it. If you that way God doesn't see it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Wow. Um, yeah, I never. Stro- the reason I liked Duck Hunt so much was because it was like whatever I could get, I'd play because we didn't have a system, um, and we had neighbors that had duck hunt and i was okay. like yes i get to carry this thing this is kind of neat i had the gray gun i was i was jealous of the kids who had the red gun i was like where'd you get that <laughs> jake did you um what, what nintendo games let we i don't know if we've ever talked about this did you have a nintendo early on <clears throat> yeah i got a nintendo right when they came out and um i i was grab i always uh gravitated towards the mario games even going forward like uh i had a gamecube for a while and i think the only thing i ever played on gamecube was uh, Mario Sunshine and okay. got a 64, had a Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo was really big in my household. Uh, we we would play um, the very first edition of Mario Kart all the time. Super yeah. Mario World. Um, y- yeah, it's it's always been Mario games. I really love the old Super Metroid. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I own a... Uh, Is that the game with like the surprise... Spoilers. I'm not going to spoil it. But people have told yeah. me about it. Jake, yeah. you're one of the people who have told me yeah, about it. I that's, think that that's cool. a surprise. Hey, um, if that happened in 2022, they'd be like, no! Liberal bullshit! <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking the woke mob is coming after Metroid. Hey, somebody I'm friends with on Facebook made a post. They went and saw Thor and they were like, don't waste your money. It's nothing but liberal, you know, agenda. <laughs> like, my right. response is take everyone you love to see the movie because it is about love and people and family and it's really good there you go yeah we're gonna talk about Th- by the way we are gonna talk about thor uh, love and thunder here in a little bit so if you haven't seen it we'll we'll save that for the end maybe because that way you don't have to like figure out if you, you know, all that stuff we'll save it for the end um but yeah i had a nintendo early on um my mom would play mario all night and it was in my room so it'd be like 
trying to i'm four years old trying to sleep and my mom's just up playing mario she was pretty good though she she used to be able to beat it which i thought was pretty cool that's always fun that's kind of how i was because we uh like i said we didn't have a system until like my brother and i were probably like 14 and uh like 12 or something yeah we bought one at a garage sale and it was like um like it was the old Nintendo NES, like the gray system. But I loved watching him play like more than anything. I liked playing Kirby, but there's something about sitting and just chilling out and watching someone else beat a game that it's I still nice. like. Yeah. That's literally why Twitch exists. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody had that thought and said we should make that a thing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so um, okay, let me check my notes. Video game banter done. Mm-hmm. Craig, hilarious, done. Okay, we're good. Um <laughs> <laughs> it is a lazy Sunday. We're a couple days late recording because we were at Thor Love and Thunder, the latest release from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We are all deep in preparation for San Diego Comic-Con. Jake. Yeah. Have you dug deep in on the schedule yet? Have you looked at all these panels? I want to know what your stress levels are. Listen, my stress level is that there are panels, period. Right. Yeah. Sure. I have not even looked at. Okay. I just don't want to. Um, I'm going to sure, but I, I I think this. I think I said this in the. Ver- I don't know if I said this earlier before we cut or whatever, but just the fact that like <clears throat> there's a Toho panel and there's a Dinotopia panel. I think in the same day. Mm-hmm. I I really really want to go to both of those. Yeah kind of more than anything else I want to do at Comic-Con, but I haven't even looked at what the other, and it stresses me out to know, it makes me feel like early, early days of when I first started going to Dragon Con, I used to go to Dragon Con and go panel to panel. Like, as soon as I get out of panel, I got to run to get in the the other one. Right. And it's like, but I haven't cared about panels, I feel like, in in years and years. So... But we're going to, you know, San Diego Comic Con where it's all like big panels, good panels, like panels with uh, uh, creators or or celebrities or, or just people you want to watch and, and be around. And, and I that stresses me out. The fact that there's multiple things I want to go to causes me stress. Well, I mean, I know that rings of power panel is Friday yeah, morning. Yeah, dude, I the feel like it's Lord of the Rings so panel. hard. Yeah, I was talking about this with. Uh, listener That's in the morning it's friday morning yeah yeah um because i want to do that f- like for sure 100 percent. there's like and to do that where you have to wait in line the day before yeah, to get yes. the, the bracelet okay to avoid waiting in line that next time and then you should just kind of be able to get in sure yeah dude like it's all not being omnipresent which is like everywhere at once i would i, I struggle um because there's panels that i want to go to personally like that Stephen King collecting panel. Um, there's we've got access to the Paper Girls like media panel, which that is a comic book that I've been talking about on the show for a long time, and I'm really excited to see the show. Um, so that's like number one on my list of things to do. But then I know how the flow, the ebb and flow of the convention scene goes, and how you can get pulled into something else, and while you're having a conversation, maybe miss something. So I'm trying to be well, like, it's not even just chill that. about if it. If you look at the map, it feels like a fucking college where it's at a convention center it's gonna be yeah. it's just it's, it's gonna be exactly familiar. like star wars celebration yeah but the uh, but the san diego comic con's even more spread out into multiple buildings and stuff so there might be a panel you want to get to that is you know halfway not across town but like you know a 25 minute walk without right. crowds so yeah it's like, yeah the <laughs> of it. and, and I, I know fr- go for it jake you're good 
I was just gonna say I also don't know how I know I know like the Hall H stuff is the stuff you're waiting you're probably waiting for hours sure, to get into. Sure, That's sure. the big stuff. But like, you know, a Dinotopia panel that doesn't is just gonna have a couple like yeah, I don't know anybody who's actually on that. Like, are those panels panels that are just like, okay, they start, we can get there right. half an hour early. Like, I don't have in. the frame. We don't know what they're like. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know they're... what it's like for the smaller, mid-sized kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So it's crazy. So we'll, we'll, we'll probably what we'll do is next week we'll we'll have a, an even deeper dive into into Comic Con stuff as we kind of prepare and map it out. I mean, I know um, Friday. Um, Hasbro is having their Star Wars and their Marvel panels. I'm excited about one of those. <laughs> it's not Star Wars. Uh, and then Saturday, you know, Hasbro is doing their GI Joe panel. And then like, there's also like some other like just toy and action figure panels. And uh, there's a there's actually a panel called like Making Toys Post Pandemic, and like a bunch of like high powered toy industry people. Like they're just interesting stuff. Yeah. It's not like Dragon Con where it's like. Yeah, what's this panel? It's like stuff you want to go to. It's stuff you want to go to. So it's the people that are like moving and shaking, creating. Here's a here's a question. Do you have is this like full schedule up like online? It is, and it's mapped out by day. Can we um can we screen share and like go through it? Kind of go through it a little bit. That sounds like a good uh one of the best twenty to thirty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So here's uh, on this um. There's a really good blog, like an unofficial, it's called like the unofficial San Diego Comic-Con blog and anything related to Comic-Con, they're kind of like capturing and linking to, especially with all, like all these companies are rolling out like exclusives and stuff like that. So that's been like a great destination to, uh, to keep up with. But yeah, let's, uh, let's go through this little schedule here. Um, I do want to announce this too. We are going to be, um, hanging out with the los angeles ghostbusters saturday night at comic-con so um they are going to be doing their annual uh cross rip uh at the werewolf bar i believe it's called um you know what let me stop saying i believe it's called yeah, let me get it up. Look it up yeah let me do that real quick hey while you're doing that another thing that's stressing me out a little bit is i is i'm pretty sure nope is gonna come out while we're gone oh hey they're also I, doing yeah go for it well, I was just that it stresses me out when movies come out. You know, it's like I I, I like seeing them right when they come out, and it's like, well, yeah. we're gonna be at Comic Con. I think it's com- I think it comes no. out that Thursday. One of those little sacrifices. Yeah, I mean, me, I would go too. I'm well, actually, I guess, I, I guess it, I guess it will probably come out like preview night. So probably after. That's probably right. not a big. Yeah, I guess there might be a screening. Too. Like I saw Hulu. You know that new Predator movie comes out. They're screening that Hulu's doing. They're premiering it. Yeah. And it's like that movie's going to be on Hulu. So that'll be your only chance. If you wanted to see the predator prequel on a big screen, that'll be, that'll be your chance. Um, Okay. So let's talk about this event first. Um, Los Angeles ghostbusters present the cross rip at San Diego comic-con 2022. Uh, The werewolf in the gas lamp. That's where it is. Um, Saturday, July 23rd, 5 PM doors, all ages till nine o'clock. Uh, we will be there hanging out. We donated some prizes for the giveaways. All of this is to uh, benefit the Starlight Children's Foundation in Los Angeles. Um, you know we're we're gonna be there hanging out. They're I'm not. They're doing all the 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 heavy lifting, which is nice for a change. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm excited yeah. to just kind of be there, hang out, support how we can. But they're putting a ton of work into it. It's a free event. And uh, it'll be great. Hang out with a bunch of Ghostbusters people in the community. Uh, they're going to have a ton of giveaways, a ton of prizes. Uh, and they're raising money uh, for a really good, uh, really good cause for the Starlight Children's Foundation of Los Angeles. And we will be there. And I think we're going to have a couple of the guys from the LA Ghostbusters join us for 15, 20 minutes next week uh, to uh, give us more details. Yeah. So if you're going to be out there, come hang out. We will be there. I'm not sure what time we're going to get there, but we will be there. We'll be asking for the Sprite and Coke mixture as ginger our ginger ale. <laughs> hey, I don't know. Kurt Fuller's going to be at Comic-Con on Saturday. Is, for real? Yep. Yeah, for that oh. evil show. Let's mm. take him out for pasta. Let's Jake found a restaurant. Hey, let's. <laughs> I did. I you found did. a pasta that's, restaurant. That's exactly who I thought of when you sent that. <laughs> I Kurt say we Fuller. tell Kurt Fuller we'll pasta. take him out. We bring him to a Ghostbusters party. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He'd be then we take him into... In a nice little Italian restaurant. We we should it. at least reach out to him and just say, "Hey, man, we're gonna be in, we're gonna be in the area." Let's say he's hi. probably like, who, "Like we did that interview." Like he doesn't remember. Ago. Yeah, he's like, who are he's you? Well, what what you, are you? You cook spaghetti. Yeah, yeah you pasta. Spaghetti? Pasta. All right. So, can everybody see the screen here? Yeah. All right. So we're gonna be looking at now. There. This is so. Yeah, it goes by day here. Okay. So, so shit happens on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday's preview. It's like Dragon Con. There's like Wednesday, well, I thought Thursday. Thursday was preview night. No, Thursday Wednesday is Wednesday. Oh preview night. Yeah. God, yeah. damn. Right. We're, we're leaving. We're getting there on Tuesday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought we were gonna have a day to do nothing, dude. <laughs> well, <here's, laughs> hey, the screening room shows movies all week. So if you guys oh, just want to go watch Wrath of Khan, go for it. Go for it. Um, I, I think actually yes. That's really good to know as someone who would like to like seclude themselves for from human period, beings. From human yes. beings for a period of time. That's great. Um and I'm sure now, nobody go to Comic Con like Star Trek. Well, here's a here's another question. Yeah. The scroll down to the bottom there. Sure. Now all the way? from yeah, from there to this bottom that you were just at, is that is that everything right there? Like that's, that's everything just, that happens on Wednesday or just Wednesday, yeah. Okay. Which is, it's not much. It's not that much. Well, that's, that takes a little bit of stress out to be, cause I don't want there to be like, oh, well, there's literally 600 panels happening, you know? No. Like, right. Oh, wait. Wait till you see the next page, though. No, no, no. Right. That's well, just the way. But what I'm saying Wednesday. is, Wednesday's yeah. going to be preview night. We're going to be meeting up with Geek Dad Jay and his crew. We're going to be shopping, doing video, creating sure. content. It's what we do. Sure. I'm so excited. Um, buying that. toys. Buying yes. toys. Trading life. toys. Yeah. Uh, pointing at things. Pointing at things. I want this one. Uh, buying Cloverfields. Oh. <laughs> More, Jake. You should army build. On the I'm an arm. Right back. <laughs> every army time uh, I, I make a vow that every time I've I ever see a Cloverfield in the wild, I will buy it. Yep. Yes. That's pretty. You'll probably be able to do that because you're never going to see another one. Exactly. Yeah. No Cloverfield left behind. Let's see <laughs> Thursday. You. All right. So Thursday. Oh, we gotta go to Todd McFarlane. <laughs> now, I don't even know. So these times autographs. Aren't right. These times are not right. These are, I think, setting to like East Coast. There's no way that they're not starting at seven in the morning. So I think it starts at ten actually. Um, but I, I think because my computer is on East Coast time, it is auto adjusting. So, uh, yeah. So these are some like autograph. Uh, yeah, we're gonna. You guys want to go to the the Todd McFarlane signing? Um, <laughs> limited signing lineup. Uh, must have ticket from. Yeah, I don't even know. 
we're probably not going to be doing a whole lot of autographing, but yeah. Okay. So just scrolling through here, um, nothing's catching my eye just yet. Nope. Nothing yet. Nothing yet. Um, <sighs> so we'll just kind of keep going here. Uh, so we're yeah Thursday we're looking pretty good although we're still a lot of stuff but nothing so far yeah I mean we're still at like noon but yeah 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 the Rings of Power is Friday Rings of Power is Friday sure well when's the when you said the Toho and the Dinotopia on Thursday yeah let me got to it yet okay all right so okay here we'll we'll just because I said oh there's there's Dinotopia. You good? Yeah, he just unplugged my headphones really Jesus fast. Jesus Christ. Um, okay. Dinotopia Reborn. It's gonna be it's a seven thirty. Oh, it's at night. Yeah, but it's probably it's probably actually five thirty, not okay. seven thirty or okay. four thirty, whatever. Um the hugely popular, critically acclaimed series based on James Gurney's best-selling books, currently running on Crackle. Fans thought the show had gone extinct. New series in the works. Producer Jordan Kermer and Matt Lowe's offer sneak peeks and discuss the new adaptation moderated by Chris Woosley. Um, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, when else are you going to get to do something like that? Well, know? another thing that's crazy is that show hasn't actually officially been announced yet. And I, and I saw an article, somebody, somebody was talking about it on Twitter day, like maybe two days before you mentioned this to me, that an article went out about, uh, some company that bought, you know, that was, um, uh, pushing some things forward and like buried somewhere deep in the article, it mentioned a new adaptation of Dinotopia. Okay. So some people were like, Oh, what Dinotopia right. is happening. And then you were like, Hey, they're doing a Dinotopia panel. And I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. this is weird. They have it. It's not even actually like announced anywhere that it's happening. Jake. I mean, it's on crackle. You might be able to like, but that's the old, well, they're, they're saying that the old show is on Crackle. Gotcha, That's what they're gotcha. saying. The old version, the TV adaptation is on Crackle. Um, this is a big one Thursday. Probably not going to be making time to go to this because it's Hall H, but um, I think it's going to be a big deal. Masters of the Universe, 40 years. Kevin Smith moderating. Um, and I know I wanted to bring this up because our friend of the podcast, Pixel Dan, is mm-hmm. actually on this panel. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. To be on a panel moderated by Kevin Smith at Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Like, Pixel sure. Dad, he tweeted, he's like, I've never even stepped foot in Hall H, and now I'm doing a panel. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's hard work paying off, dude. Uh, that's awesome. So, uh, Todd McFarlane celebrates Spawn's 30th anniversary. I think I'll be doing a horde pass on that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Conan the Barbarian. Um, I, I think um, William Stout's on that one. Probably. He's doing yeah. a couple He's panels. done a lot of work on that, yeah. Um, so let's find this Toho one. That was I know that was a big one for Thursday. All right. Now, this is, I think, going to be a must a must see event. Yeah. I agree. Up from the deaths, Toho. Godzilla's yeah. past, present, and future collectibles. Sure. All right, Chris Mowry, uh, creative manager for Toho International, a host of the Godzilla Chomp web series. Whoa, Jake, is that like some sort of competition to Monster Island? <laughs> they they wish. <laughs> is it? A- I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay. Um, joined by Brian Flynn of Super Seven, Hector Arce of Mondo, Jody Dankburn from Stern Pinball. And famed artist Shag and Attack Peter. 
and Jasmine Joyner discuss the collectible side of Godzilla while the classic films continue to inspire products in new and creative ways. Glimpse into new products and what's in store for the 70th anniversary. So again, Jake, you're going to need to be there because you're going to have to have that on-the-ground experience to bring back Yeah, and it also looks like... I, I, I know you said the times don't seem to be right here, but it looks like there's probably only going to be like an hour in between this panel and the Dinotopia panel. Bring mm-hmm. a snack. Because mm-hmm. you know... like I'm, I'm stocking up on... Abby, what's the snack plan? Because you know like... I mean, getting I, food at Comic Con is probably a nightmare. I'm bringing the biggest backpack that I can. I'm not going to use my little <laughs> well, one. Um, and I'm going to pack snacks. I think when we get there, we should hit like. That's the best idea. Situation. Yeah. We're also we're also not staying in the Orlando of California, so it might be better than Star Wars. Sure. God, you're right. Yeah, fuck Anaheim. What the fuck? <clears throat> um. Okay, so there was another thing happening Thursday, and I can't remember what it was, but I I wanted to. It was something that was of interest but it's like slipping my mind so let me just kind of scroll through here um is it wig masters it's not wig masters <laughs> although that sounds fun we're still which day are we on we're just still on thursday, thursday. okay still thursday <laughs> uh, oh is it the morbius panel you i just figured passed? it had to be more it's not morbius and it's <clears throat> not diamond select Oh, wait. Conspiracy theories and propaganda throughout pop culture. <laughs> That's the one. That's going to be like our new podcast. Um, let's see here. Sorry. I, I, we should have maybe planned That's this. Okay. Who cares? Okay. Um, there was something happening Thursday, and I just don't remember what it was. And there's, I, I know a lot of st- there's a lot of panels. There's a lot. The William there. Shatner panels Thursday. Okay. Uh, oh, there's on that. Oh, we're just about to do okay, comic totally doing, yeah, we're gonna do Mike that. Judge is going to be there. <laughs> I do. We've been watching the old episodes that are on Paramount Plus. I forgot. Beavis and Butthead episodes are like six minutes long. <laughs> There's nothing that happens. It's amazing. It's perfect. Um, so, yeah, lo- lots going on. I'm just going to kind of keep scrolling through here to see if anything catches my eye uh, for the rest of Thursday. And we'll move on to some of the other stuff. But yeah, I mean, it, this. Oh, here's another one. Oh, wow. X Men animated 30th anniversary. The creators are going to be there. And, you know, there's an X Men 97 panel for the new animated series. Oh, okay. So there's probably going to be some unveiling going oh, it's on. It's going to be. Them. Yeah. Okay. I think what we're going to probably do, what we probably should do is just have the. We've talked about doing this before, but we always like slack on it. But there's going to be so much happening and so much revealed. Um, Jaws the trial. Yeah, let's look at that. We need to have our our setup, and we need to come back to the room and podcast every night. And just even if it's a thirty or forty yeah. minute update thing, for sure. Absolutely. All right, Jaws the trial. The town of Amity is being sued by the families of shark attack victims. Was it right for Mayor Vaughn to keep the beaches open after the death of Chrissy Watkins? Was the medical examiner right to change Watkins' cause of death to a boating accident? Attorneys Michael Dennis, Mark Zad, and Dana Nichols, and a bunch of lawyers. But here's the thing, though. But here, but here's the thing. So this is going to be a one-hour panel where they discuss. I mean, the the questions they just posed. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'll say them again. Was it right for Mayor Vaughn to keep the beaches open after the death of Chrissy Watkins? Uh huh. That's clearly the answer is no oh, well was the medical right. examiner right to change watkins cause of death to a boating accident the answer is no end of panel but here's the deal they have people playing the characters this is a podcast called the league right League. right that's pretty cool yeah yeah it's awesome yeah i think it's cool why aren't we doing it 
Um, Abby looks mad. I could see the look in your face. You look like why? Like why aren't we doing the Jaws trial? No, I mean I think we could do radio <laughs> drama easily. Um, well, but yeah. What would our trial be? <laughs> Should we have started the episode early? <laughs> and the answer is no. <laughs> okay, here's the Dinotopia Reborn. Seven thirty. Okay. A little bit later at night, and a then later. Bro, yeah. we can go to the Bronies panel. Oh, cool. Well, you just passed the Bronies panel. Mm-hmm. Um, on holy in. shit! There's so much <laughs> happening. What'd you say? Should I repeat it? Yeah, go ahead. Clomp on in is what I said. <laughs> what does that mean? And a, look it up. Not, know, not on the show. It's a bronies it's, thing. It's uh, a brony term. Clomp. Clomp. Oh. <laughs> now here's a question. So I, we don't have to keep going through the schedule because there's a lot of dead air. But is there? Is there just a guest list or, or something like that? Or is that a so, no? Not really, because like every they don't have it's not like a traditional con where there's like, here's all the guests that are going to be here. Like, yeah. because there's a there's tons of celebrities and stuff that just do. Panels. But they're just there for the panel. Yeah. And they don't really have like your traditional like photo op autograph right. room kind of stuff. Right. So maybe we'll, what we'll do is we'll pare down some of the other stuff we're going to be doing. and We'll kind of break it down uh next week because there's yeah. a lot and i like i want to be there for the harley quinn season three like premiere of the oh episode. that i think that's, that's thursday night late they're premiering on my radar yeah. yeah fuck there's gonna be a lot but we're it's gonna be good aj's gonna be there yeah yeah dude he's gonna disappear we're not gonna, he's gonna be do- what, what's aj gonna do i mean i feel like with all the things going on if if one of us disappears to go do something they want to do it's okay we have because it's gonna yeah i might have to be like that hey let's do a panel next year cool because it's like drag there's open panel submissions i bet we could do like a a toy anxiety panel or like a yhs panel sure that would be amazing yes we should do it let's do it Mm -hmm. uh and we should announce that we're planning our um dragon con panel yeah oh we're doing that we're gonna do dragon con yes (laughs) we're gonna do a radio drama where we're all lawyers from jaws We're stealing that that whole thing. Are we gonna? So, what's our? What are we thinking for our panel? Can we talk about it? I don't know. It's not gonna be a Ghostbusters panel because it doesn't. It makes too much sense that we're a Ghostbusters podcast. And we're not allowed to. And we're not allowed to do a Ghostbusters panel at DragonCon. The politics. It makes. It would be. Yeah. It would make too much sense. It just makes for too us, much sense. People yeah. closest to it to talk about. All right, you two. Um, hey, nobody's listening. None yeah, of the not, people are listening that would get mad deep. at that sentence. Yeah. Fuck it. We're going to do something fun. We are going to do a panel. I think the idea is that we're going to have some sort of like a thing where we bring in what we feel are perfect films and we defend them. We each pick a couple and then we're going to have audience participation where they have to defend their perfect films. And that'll be a good opportunity for Jake and Abby to ridicule. Uh, No, I think you'll cheer them on. Yeah, and then we'll play Fuck One, Marry One, Kill One with the movies. The end of it. <laughs> Jaws, Jurassic Park, Jumanji. Fuck, Mary, Kill. I'm fucking Jumanji. Killing Jumanji. No, fuck No, killing movie. Jumanji. I'm fucking Jaws, and I'm marrying Jurassic Park. Well, that's marriage 65 million years in the making. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, had to, I had to rifle through some jokes. Um, you know, as we talk about Comic-Con... I. Dragon Con is so near and dear to my heart. It's a big part of the origin of YHS. It's a big part of the origin of my relationship with Abby and, and where we met Jake and started hanging out. And, and uh, it's a big part of our Ghostbusters life. But I really am excited to see what San Diego is all about because you're like, it's, you know, we've been hearing about it 
our whole adult lives and you I've always wanted to go, but it always seemed a little bit unattainable. It's hard to get in. It's hard to plan. It's expensive. Being on the East Coast, we just always kind of said, well, we have Dragon Con. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. Eager. Um, kind of. Yeah. I would say like eager and excited. Just I think FOMO is real, but um, keeping that mindset of like we're going to be there with with the good people that we're, we're friends with. Yeah. 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 It'll, no matter what, it'll be fun. I'm excited to get to a, a different uh, part of California. Yeah, San Diego. Same. I've not yeah. seen and San Diego before. We can go to Mexico if you guys want. We're going to be really close to Mexico. We're going to be really, really close to Mexico. We could go. Ooh, I want to go to Mexico and find like their YHS. <laughs> Dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Young Hip and Sexual Podcast. Yeah. Oh, no, that, that's, that exists. And does everybody know that? How the reason why. YHS podcast, which is our Twitter handle, our Instagram handle, our website. But on Facebook, it's always been yes, have some cast because there's some podcast called Young Hip and Sexual Podcast has Facebook.com slash YHS podcast. I've been meaning to message them for like five years to be like, hey, you guys haven't had an episode since like 2012. Can we have this fucking Facebook (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, um, what I was going to say was uh, the the Marvel Hall H panel will be Saturday night, and we won't, for a million reasons, won't be going to that. One of them was we'll be at our Ghostbusters party. Two, it's going to be like, you ba- get in line today, basically, um, for something that happens two weeks from now. I'm excited to see what Marvel brings to the panel because they've got Guardians of the Galaxy 3 next year. They've got Black Panther, and it's been three years since they've had a Comic-Con panel. I want to see what like I want to see some announcements. I want to see what's coming next. They announced Blade three years ago. Hasn't even started filming yet. Let's go. Give me X Men. Give me Fantastic Four. Come on. Yeah, I agree. I, I think the I think the Doom stuff is going to get announced. Um, and with that, though, I mean, just the fact that we just got Mister Fantastic for the first time in an MCU film means they're right. they're a hundred percent going to comment on that somehow. Right. Whether whether it's uh, the casting or, or update on who's directing it. Mm-hmm. Cause that's, yeah, changed. any, anything, but I, 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 I feel like it's a, it's a hundred percent done deal that we're going to get some fantastic four slash doom news. Right. Yeah, for sure. That's cool. Yeah. Because Howard Stern accidentally leaked that he's in a doctor. Exactly. Doom movie. Yeah. Nobody knows about, which nobody even knew that? that. No, I mean, I heard you mention it. You could elaborate though. Yeah. There was a hot mic that picked up Howard Stern saying he was filming something for the Doctor he would, Doom movie. He was talking about how much he hated it. He was like talking about how much it sucked being in a movie in a Marvel movie. <laughs> well, he, he was like, like shit his, talk. Uh, right. Yeah. It was, but he was shit talking gotcha. about he was like shit talking about how much it sucks to have to work on a movie, I guess, <laughs> compared to just doing your own thing every day. Hey, but it was for I <laughs> But it was for a movie that's like n- nobody even knows about. Nothing was nobody's announced or they haven't right, talked right. about making a Doom movie. No, yeah, no. it's interesting. That's yeah. That was it. It was like during off air time, or you know, there's a chance. <laughs> I think though, he was talking he, to Robin. Yeah, it was off air. There's yeah. a chance that maybe. But who? So someone inside the group leaked it. Is that correct? No, it was on the. It was live. Oh, on the it was air. on the live yeah, show. But I, but yeah, I, yeah, they, there is a chance that it's not a Doctor Doom movie and it's just maybe the Fantastic Four movie and it's called like Rise of Doctor Doom or something like that. Sure. Like, sure. you know, 
MCU, they haven't done a standalone villain movie. Have they? In the MCU? Not a movie, no. Not a movie? No. No? That's why maybe it's a Doctor Doom show. We'll, we'll know soon enough. We'll, um, but I'd like I, think, some, I think we'll know next week. We'll know very soon. Do we think that um, <coughs> Howard Stern will be reprising the role of Fart Man? I hope, I hope so. so. <laughs> I hope that's easy. I hope there's a... Uh, it's like in a you know, a multiverse situation where there's a version we need of the your farts. The version of the fantastic. He has to join. Form. It's like an Avengers moment. He has <laughs> to join in the end. They're like, we need, we need your farts. Yes, dude. <laughs> Captain Marvel like can't go to space or something until she gets that little boost. A little fart boost. <laughs> Avengers. <laughs> Wait, we can start this engine is with farts. Hold on, hold on. It's just Chris Evans. He's holding the hammer. Avengers. Far. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, I like that idea. Um, could see a Guardians trailer. Yeah. Okay. One thing's a bummer. Is sometimes Comic Con stuff is Comic Con only. Like the, they'll stream the the yeah. panel, but not the you know the footage. Um, That's how like the um, there was Batman. The Batman footage was like that. So oh right, right. And, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, exciting stuff. Can't wait. Uh, Howard Stern. I don't think Howard Stern's going to be there. Uh, but you, what if he's playing Dr. Doom? What if it's not a cameo? What if they like just cast <laughs> Howard Stern as Dr. Doom? That would be the stupidest thing ever. Um, yeah, that nobody wants that. That's not going to happen. Should we talk about Thor? Sure. We've all had a couple days to... Uh, sure. Yeah, because we're, we're talking about villains and whether or not they're successful in comic book movies. Yeah, let's, um, let's do that. Before we do that, Abigail, do you want to plug... Um, group therapy while i get some patreon information up there. yeah totally um if you want to hang out with us in a uh, broader capacity where we can actually react to things you post <laughs> you can join our facebook group which is all you have to do is search for yes have some podcast group therapy <clears throat> excuse me and you'll find our closed group on facebook um we'll accept you pretty quickly and as long as you don't post memes or uh, anything like that. Basically, it's a place where you can come and share. Like, it's a good. You're Facebook collecting, group. yeah, habits and stuff that you're. We're talking about on the show. Um, I've also. Yeah, and you can I, share tips with us. One, one thing I've noticed. One thing I've noticed about uh, group therapy is we get a lot of people that will come in and be like, "Well, I know it's not a toy, but I picked this up. It's okay that it's not a toy." Yeah. yeah. The whole the whole that's not a toy thing stems from toy anxiety. Toy. Which right. Yeah. Which about toys. Group therapy. Yeah. Anything cool is you're you're good for sure. Anything yeah. cool, yeah. It's intelligent, collectible, fandom-driven discussion. We we kind of pride ourselves on keeping it uh, a really fun group and and better than most of what you're going to see on Facebook. Yeah. Um. And we should also t- <laughs> what? It's a welcoming community. <laughs> Safe space <What>? today, Junior. <laughs> <laughs> we should talk about Patreon. Yes, have some. On Patreon, it's yeah, patreon.com slash yes, sure. have some. Uh, for as little as five dollars a month, you will <laughs> qualify for all of our bonus audio content. You immediately get access to a complete archive of everything we've been doing for the last three years. We've got the bonus uh, audio that we do on a monthly basis. We have Zoom hangouts where we all get together and hang out. We do movie watch alongs, and we have the Toy Anxiety live stream after show that also happens every week. What was that accent that just came out? I it was know. so awesome. Um, I love it, man. Patreon's great. The community's cool. Yeah. And I think the best part of it is the 
Discord, which is exclusive to YHS Patreon, as well as the exclusive Instagram page where we post audio, video, uh, photographic content. Like, for instance, we're going to go to Comic-Con next week, and we're going to post a bunch of stuff on the Instagram that we're not sharing anywhere okay. else. So for more information and to support what we do here, you're going to go to patreon.com slash yes, have some. And uh, you, I don't think you'll regret it. The people really enjoy it. And I will say this. We have a $30 tier, which is like our top tier where four times a year you get an exclusive piece of YHS merch that is not available anywhere else. And we just sent out this quarter's uh, merchandise, which was this exclusive Tony Taylor Phantasm Toys, Crypt what? Creepers Toys, Terrible I Twister. I don't even have one of these. I know. It's here. I meant to give <laughs> it to you. A uh, limited edition of 15 uh, Twister-inspired F5 Mini Ghost it's got the YHS logo on there. It's got a little Dorothy on the inside. Uh, and you can only get it as part of that Patreon tier. So wow, stuff like that. Cool. We, we, we've done really cool stuff and people get a lot out of it. So uh, Abby, you want to check this guy out? Yeah. Let's, I love the uh, interior look. Yeah, that's my favorite. That's my favorite, um, that's my favorite Tony Taylor toy Yeah. yet. And I should mention yeah. this. Tony Taylor, who now runs Hastel Toys up in Ohio, uh, he had some YHS fans come in yesterday. And they really? bought a couple, a couple Whoa. crib creepers. What and they were like, yeah. And they looked at so Tony. I, I hope he doesn't mind me sharing this. He said, um, he said that they were like, you look familiar. They were talking about YHS, and he's like, oh yeah, I know those guys. And they were like, you look familiar. And he goes, yeah, I'm Ryan Dole. Oh my! And they God. just looked at him, and he's like, no, I'm Tony. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. That's awesome. Um, so uh, we're we're super excited for what Tony's doing with with Phantasm Toys, and we're gonna help him out and promote. And we'll probably be doing more exclusive figures in the future. All right, are you guys ready to talk about Thor? Should we do it? Let's do it. No. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Tale of the Tape, Thor: Love and Thunder, directed by Taika Waititi, the fourth entry into the uh, Thor portion of the mcu it's like a franchise within a franchise um the return of natalie portman uh playing uh her role uh as the new the mighty thor the new female thor uh directly inspired by the comic books and um she was not in thor ragnarok but she was in the first two uh and the movie's making a ton of money critical reviews a little bit middle of the road i think the fans seem to be into it a little bit more uh then the critics might be some MCU burnout. We're going to touch on all of it. Abigail, I'll start with you. Impressions of Thor Love and Thunder. You've had a couple days to marinate. Am I, how did it, what did it impress upon me? Um, I would say like. What was your impression? It was a gleeful cel- celebration. Um, it was an incredibly enjoyable movie to watch. Um, it had absolutely like, I didn't have qualms or I didn't feel like there were like major flaws. Um, I found the characters to be endearing. Um, maybe it didn't like soar to the heights of uh, Ragnarok or of some of the earlier MCU installations, but it, it was focused at least on the things that were important, like the messaging of um, like family and, and love and understanding. Um, and I, I really enjoyed Natalie Portman's performance and I uh, enjoyed all the characters and I, I really thought the ending was extremely special. Um, I'd give it like a 
seven out of ten rainbows. There you go. Seven out of ten rainbows. <laughs> um, I'm gonna hold off on my thoughts for a second, Jake. Uh, you're you 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 consider well. I don't know if this is true. Let me ask you, but I think it's true of, of your opinion. You consider Ragnarok pretty top tier MCU? Do you not? Yeah, I think it's I think it's one of the best. What did you think of Thor: Love and Thunder? It's fine. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was okay. I I, uh, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun, but I did think it like I feel like Ragnarok had a really good. It was like right in the sweet spot of being funny and being like comic book. Like when when I saw Ragnarok, I remember being like, "Oh, this is what a comic book movie should look. This looks like a comic book," mm-hmm. and it felt like it had the just the right mix of everything. This movie felt to me like. They were just like, let's just go, let's make it as silly as possible. And 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 half the times, I think that stuff really works and it's fun and it's enjoyable. But then there were a lot of jokes to me that I was just like, this is not funny to me. This is not this. Is, there were there were some f- moments that were falling flat to me. Um, I could do without all of the kid bullshit that just jumps in at the end out of nowhere. Um, Spoilers. I, well, who cares? Uh, uh, I I I like Natalie Portman, and I and I think her plot was really great, and it was one of my favorite parts of the movie. I I was applauding, you know, their boldness to kill her off at the end. But then Marvel did. Marvel can't even wait anymore. They can't even. They can't even make you think somebody's dead for a full movie. Before they're literally back on the screen, like, oh, here I am. And like, I know he says, like, oh, you've died, but it's like, okay, but there's no emotional weight to that if you still exist with your friends again. I, I, I hated hate that. that. I, I hate did not that like that shit. as a post credit scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that shit is cheap. And I just, I was so annoyed. One of the things I was also worried about, I was like, God, Loki's going to show up at some point. And I like Loki. But I really, really wanted to see what a Thor movie would be like without him. And and they stuck with that. And Loki's not in it at all. And I was happy about that. I agree with you on your qualms, Jake. Like, on, when it comes to, like, jokes not landing, I felt like there was almost, like, an excessiveness that Taika Waititi maybe, like, there were moments where it's just, like, it's a Taika Waititi fever dream where it's, like, just a lot of... Um, it can be it's almost like maybe a little bit of raining back would have been uh, yeah great and also like maybe a little bit maybe not going with the first joke that that you know you think of maybe working them out a little bit better. <laughs> hey, we, a little bit yeah yeah we all know that <clears throat> goodness so, yeah i agree um i enjoyed the movie i am on record i, don't, I never cared about thor really at all until like i like thor and avengers um first thor's pretty good don't care for the second one i do like ragnarok a lot and i do like chris hemsworth a lot i think what the danger is do you get to a point where the character becomes kind of a caricature of itself yeah um we're there there we're there we've we've hit that yeah um but i you know all the stuff with the guardians at the beginning was pretty good i love the guardians of the galaxy i love all those characters i could use a little bit more but whatever we're about to get a holiday special in a full movie, a little bit so. more a little bit punchier would have been better um i don't 
like I like the dynamic between Chris Hemsworth and Chris Pratt where there there's kind of like a rivalry there and I think I miss that. I don't want to see them being buddy buddy, but I guess that's a very nitpick kind of thing. So, um I'm glad they stuck with the the cancer storyline for Jane yeah, me Foster. Too. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I think that carries a really heavy emotional weight. I think it's very relatable to a lot of people. I think most people have known somebody who has had cancer or gone through cancer. I thought the scenes where they showed her kind of like getting chemotherapy and like being in the hospital and all that. I thought those were like, like Taika Waititi, he, he knows how to do, he doesn't have to be full silly. You know, he knows how to, um, I That's thought, like the messaging stuff that I was referencing, like that they stayed on point, like I, really drove home well. The movie clocked in just under two hours, uh, shorter than a lot of Marvel movies. There's a cut. They said the original cut was like four hours. And I know Christian Bale's come out and saying there's a lot of really good stuff that he was bummed to see get cut, like really you scary can t- stuff. Well, you can tell because there, there was a sequence in the movie. You know, you know whenever um, Thor and... Um, Korg are like standing on the rock and they're looking at the big god that's dead and uh yeah. Sif yeah. is laying there with her missing her arm. That whole sequence seemed really weird and, yeah. and it seemed cut to sh- like they cut the shit out of whatever was there cuz there's some stuff that happens right before that too and I was like, "Oh, this seems this seems weird and jumbled." You could yeah. tell you could tell there was some editing there. Yeah. yeah yeah i'm not gonna i wouldn't use the word sloppy but maybe like a there's a few like head scratcher type of moments i just felt like i think i, I could have used 20 more minutes at the beginning of the movie 10 extra minutes of fleshing out whatever uh jane foster's going through and and the realization that she's coming to as a scientist that hey this thing might be you know actually killing her and like a little bit more of that not that I want to see like despair and suffering, but when you show that stuff, it makes the payoff that much better. And the eventual payoff of her choosing to go help Thor, even though she knew it would kill her, like those are really classical like beats in a story. But I thought they were executed pretty well. I just think I needed a little bit more at the beginning, and I think I needed a little bit more of a foundation of what's been going on. Like the last time we saw Thor, and trust me, I know because I watch Infinity War and Endgame more than i should i love those movies like endgame is one of my favorite movies in the last 20 years it just is so it ends on this really somber note and we see thor's going to team up with the guardians and 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 they're going to go off on adventures and they kind of like they reference those adventures but i, I could have used that stuff it's fleshed all, out a little it's all it's like voiceover. flashback it, yeah it's well, voiceover it, yeah if all that voiceover stuff felt like it was um, just done in post production at last minute because of the way the editing was, like, right. I, I sometimes narration can feel like a, 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 like a dirty like a trick. Being taken to the dentist. Know, it's a little bit of a shortcut to to get the yeah. audience where they should be instead of like you doing your job as a filmmaker and showing us. You're just right. telling us. Now yeah. I know there's COVID. Show don't tell. Some of, this is a movie that was filming during COVID, and mm-hmm. uh, there, you know, that has affected a, a lot of movies in different ways. Whether it's you know VFX or not getting all the footage you want, but then again, like they said, there's a four hour cut of the movie. So, um, 
I don't mind long movies. I think two and a half hours for a, for a top tier Marvel movie is kind of a sweet spot. And I could have just you, cause I feel, I feel like the first act is a little rough around the edges. It didn't have as much like punch and panache. Yeah. I think that, um, like you mentioned, having star Lord and, uh, Thor having a, um, having conflict is like a much more interesting dynamic to their friendship. Um, rather than, I guess it just kind of felt maybe a little underdeveloped, like right. you're saying. And the other thing is, so let's talk about Christian Bale. Cause I, I thought he was really good in this movie. Yeah. Um, you know, Marvel villain issues aside, which is if you know, every Marvel movie, basically here's a big bad threat. Mm-hmm. The world is, uh, or the universe is in peril and then they die. Um, but I, I thought the Gore, the God butcher was, was a good villain. I thought Christian Bale did a really good job, but again, why does this have to be a standalone? Like, why can't you do a Thor trilogy where you introduce, like, because his his intent is like Thanos's intent. He's trying to like, yeah, he's very he's scary. killing gods and he's very scary and he's trying to like basically correct what was the way he was wronged by inflicting pain throughout the entire universe, yes. all the galaxies and all the universes. Uh, and in, in two hours, it's like that tight little nice package where I could have used more brutality. They reference him killing all these gods. Why they don't are they show, showing? You don't see yeah. any of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And let's have a non-disposable villain that sticks around and builds and builds. Well, and like builds. that's why Thanos was so impactful. Yes. And I thought Christian Bale was phenomenal. I was like, oh, this is one of the first Marvel movies that no one will complain about the villain being um, unrelatable or like forgettable because he was super duper scary in this movie. And of course it does remind me of, he reminded me of Voldemort at many points, but that like soulless sadness and taking and tearing down people's mythology and the way that they've structured their lives to like make sense of things and being like, fuck that. I'm just fucking destroying everything like that was cool as a villain. Yeah. I enjoyed that. I'd like to see him continue to do that. Honestly. And that would have been neat. Jake, where do you think he kind of ranks in the, the Marvel villain, pantheon do you think he was top tier mid tier yeah i mean i'd put him closer to the top but i I feel like they got a little sloppy with the ending with him um i mean like yeah of course you're gonna i i like that he gets there and instead of instead of the thing that they think he's gonna wish for killing all the gods he just wishes to see his his kid again um but then it was like oh well now it, it, but it also felt to me like they were like, oh, shit, well, he just wished his kid back, and now we have to make up something really quick to do with this. Ch- now this child is here parentless. Uh, I guess Thor will just be a dad now for no, just out of nowhere, which I thought I, was weird. You did, I kind of liked I, – I felt like at least they're putting Thor in a direction of like – his character is now going to have a parental relationship yeah, and be a did, father, which can change aspects of the character. Like, I didn't, it didn't bother me. I, I, I also like, about, I like know, the kid, the know. that's Chris Hemsworth's daughter. That is Chris. I really daughter. liked that. And I think that was yeah. probably the actual answer. He was like, I've got a daughter. I'd like to, <laughs> to be in the movie. But, yeah, but then like, but then like, what's the next is there an, like what's the next Thor gonna movie gonna be? Is he just are they just gonna say oh well Thor got a babysitter or or is <laughs> now or now every time we see Thor he's gonna have a fucking dumb kid with him? 
Yeah, I think it would be a flash forward where suddenly there's another actress play, playing the daughter, like an older, that like 14, 15, maybe coming of age to where you're becoming the superhero. Jennifer Love that Hewitt. Sound, that sounds Not awful. Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> I mean, I don't need it. would be a passing the torch. Um, I want to break down some of the things I really liked about this movie, okay? Um, New Asgard being like a Martha's Vineyard esque <laughs> tourist town. Yeah. With a golf course? We were just there. I <laughs> you're like watching it. You're like, that looks like where we just were. I, I really like it. I love seeing the ice cream shops. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I know that. Oh, uh, what was the name of the there, there was an ice cream shop? It was a uh, Thanos. It was it a was Thanos like, reference. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it was like his gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. Um Infinity Cones or something like that. I think yeah, it was. I think it, I think it was yeah. Infinity Cones. Um I loved all that stuff. I thought Tessa Thompson was really good. They gave her a lot more to do in this movie. Um, I really like her character. I like Valkyrie a lot. Um, I wanted to actually see the flashback of the the woman that she was in love with that that she couldn't save. Again, it's more like they're telling us, but not, not showing, showing us. us. I was yeah. like, oh, this would be a cool opportunity to introduce someone or have a memorable cameo from an actor. Right, right. Jeff, love you. Why he keeps saying that? We watched. I know what you did last summer. Yeah, I like I like Sarah Michelle Gellar. Are you saying Russell Crowe's not a big enough actor cameo for you? (laughs) (laughs) No. Hey, Russell Crowe was great. I really thought he was fun. See, I liked that stuff. I think once they got to the um the what's the name of the place where all the gods hang out Stormbreaker. Just kidding. Oh no, I could help you out with this one. It's like a play on words. Um. Uh, well, we'll figure uh, it out. Yeah, um, it's fun. It's but fun. I, but I thought Zeus. Uh, I thought that was great, and I thought the way all of that stuff that happened in there, and 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 I thought the the comedy beats were good. I thought the action was pretty good. I thought visually it looked good. Omnipotence. Yeah, omnipotence. And I, you know, the, the, they're wearing the cloaks and they're trying to blend in. Also, Korg is funny the whole movie. It's yeah. a great character. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get—is that why people are mad because they made Korg species like have its two males that form their children? Uh, is that what people are mad about? Or the guy know, that's I mean, one of the things that oh, I love prob- about the movie. Yeah, probably, but I'm not sure that might eat, that might be a comics thing. I don't, I don't, right, that I don't know been enough right about Korg species. Uh, I I mainly know Korg from you know Korg was a was a main character in the World War Hulk comics, which I read, but I don't know if Korg in the comics is in the comics outside of that. But they gotcha, sort of adapted gotcha, gotcha. that for Ragnarok, so. Um, so yeah, Russell Crowe, I thought was pretty good. And like, he, he's pretty funny like that, it, but it wasn't like, you know, lame jokes or anything like his just performance, the way he portrayed it. It's like, Oh, Zeus is the ultimate God. He's just kind of like, he, I think Russell Crowe plays a conceited dude very easily, yeah. like very well, like a lazy person like that. Um, and I, I actually liked, there was something kind of very Taika Waititi and whimsical about the story of all the children from Asgard being kidnapped. It felt very like Peter Pan to me. And I liked it. And I thought it was executed. Well, it's like Grimm's fairy tales. Like uh, it's old time, like kids in peril kind of stuff, like real life danger. Right. But right. Does, and then them. But, hmm? but in all of the movies that Hemondal is in, do we ever see that he has a wife and children? That I don't no, know. That's all like they're just all of a sudden, oh, that's Hammondall's kid. And it's like, what? What are we also, talking about? Yeah. Let me think of it this way. 
Hemondal died in Infinity War. Infinity War, which is prior to the snap. Yes. And this is yeah, I don't know. There could be a timeline thing there, unless the kid was like a, just a baby. I don't know. Well, I mean, I mean that that he would Kids have had to be have that kid before. He would have had to have no that 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 boy was like at least ten. Okay. Right? Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know how yeah. old kids are. Ten year old, five year olds, all the same to me. Um, it's all, all dumb. To me. They're all dumb to me. That's <laughs> um, let's let's talk about Natalie Portman. Abby, what is your what is your relationship with Natalie Portman as an actress? Um, I, I've always admired her. I, I think she's spectacular. Um, I don't know that she's the best actress. I don't know that she has like can could outact, you know, uh, everyone, every <laughs> Meryl Streep. Yeah, I, I'm not saying she's like the absolute, but she's incredibly charming and um, just really enjoyable to watch on screen and. My connection with her from um, the Star Wars prequels, like I, I just I treasure and respect her, and she's almost like modern day royalty. Like I know that's also a kind of a Star Wars thing to say, but there is a feeling that I have about her. Like I've watched her grow up in movies from a young age, and um, yeah, there's there was like that I had at least that emotional weight watching her in this role, feeling like her age. That's honestly more than anything. Like I like seeing an actor, an actress that's like older and that's going through like accurately representing like what it's like to be at a, a later phase in life um, and, and have to face. Hold on. Of- Can we not call early forties a later phase of life? Well, as a superhero, it's, mo- it's more interesting to me, at least to see something that's relatable and sure. someone that, that plays things like with being a flawed person, like having a, an illness. Um, I really enjoyed, I thought that she did a great, great performance in the movie. Okay. Jake, how about you? Where are you on Natalie Portman? I, I like her, Natalie Portman. I like her, and I, I and I always have. And um, I, I think I know you. I, I know you had an issue with maybe her acting in this movie, but I don't know how much of it is her act because I feel like she had she had some jokes that fell big time flat for me. But so did everybody else in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I'm not sure how much of the things I disliked were actor choices or just uh, byproducts of either the writing being a little weird or the editing being a little weird. I think there's an editing issue in this movie and I can't, I haven't been, I don't, I can't pinpoint exactly what it is. It's going to take a couple more viewings. It does not feel as tight as, you know, what, what I would consider like, and you know what? I kind of felt that way about Dr. Strange a little bit too. There's yeah. something that's just not quite as, as nipped fine in the bud. tuned. Yeah, like fine they're going tuned. with the first pass on the jokes and maybe almost like the movie is made by what it's defined by what is not included. What's what gets edited out because that's like a, a art process of it in and of itself. Right. So if you have moments in the movie while it's playing and you're like, I'm not quite sure why this is even happening. It can dilute the movie and make it kind of, less lean and good less solid and and that kind of sucks because i I do consider like when i watch infinity war when i watch endgame or thor ragnarok that just feel like these really well also i think the story in ragnarok is a much more personal story here it is here's my thought there's a very personal story being told in love and thunder but it's jane foster's personal story and yeah. so anytime they, they navigate away from that, it's a little 
it, it, it like dilutes it a little bit. Like in Ragnarok, you have the story of Loki and Thor, like coming to terms with the loss of like their father, finding out that they have a sin, like all, all that stuff. And there's like that, that family history. In Ragnarok. Yeah. 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 And you've got the Hulk dealing with, um, <coughs> being out of body and like all right. sorts of shit. Yeah. Right. And Not I, having, um, and the Hulk's incredible. Black in, Widow anymore. In, in Ragnarok. Um, but in here, like you've got this really personal like moments with Jane Foster, and then you're moving away to this like funny, funny, funny. The oh now she's Thor. How did uh, it's just she's fighting all these people. Like it just is kind of like you. I at the end of the day, it's a comic book movie, and I'm like I'm entertained and I'm laughing. But yeah, Jake, like you always said, just because it's a comic book movie doesn't excuse like <clears throat> poor yeah, well, well, and things like that. Well, one of the things I always liked, I, I liked the original, the first Thor movie, but they, they definitely did a, they changed, Thor is not the same Thor he was in the first film. Right. That first movie was directed by Kenneth Branagh, who is famous for directing the best versions of Shakespeare movies that exist. Like Kenneth Branagh is a Shakespeare, Shakespearean actor himself and director and they hired him for the first thor because thor should feel shakespearean you know he's this weird god who doesn't talk like we talk and mm -hmm. he's like larger than life and he's sort of serious but now thor is kind of just a he's just kind of a joke He's just a big right. joke and and they they've been able to kind of toe the line a little bit because like when you if you think about scenes in Infinity War and Endgame and in Ragnarok, Thor's silly and he's a joke, but then all of a sudden he's the biggest badass in the MCU. Like all of a sudden you're like, whoa, what is Thor doing? Uh, and I, I kind of didn't get any of that from Thor in this movie. In this movie, it was just silly, jokey Thor the whole time. And they, and I don't, I don't know if that's because they wanted to kind of give all the badass moments to Natalie Portman's mm -hmm. Thor. It's like I don't know. It, it just seems like it lost time. its balance a little bit. <laughs> it's funny yeah, the first I, I time he's that. talking to the hammer like it's his kid, and I, then apologizing I, for the. I, I thought Stormbreaker just like sneaking into the frame was very funny. Yeah, yeah and, and I know yeah. it. I know it did it three times. Yeah, but those were funny moments. I thought. I think there's they don't make any like, sense, but yeah, because it's, it's just a hammer. But yeah, with like the balance of having those really funny, silly moments, and if you only have like funny, silly moments, and never really get to that depth, or having that, like you're saying, Jake, the understanding that Shakespearean work that's derived from like Greek and Roman mythology, like a lot of the stories by Shakespeare are like retellings of of those kind of things. So it's a uh, if you're not if you're not showing that or, or putting that history kind of like in to balance out the fun stuff, it maybe gets like less just less good overall. Um, and I feel like there was an maybe I don't know if there were plans to have more scenes in this movie that would either ground or um, add that weight to it. But it, it just feels like maybe it's lacking something like it's yeah. lacking a couple of, of important moments. I'll tell you one thing I did like they brought back. Matt Damon and Sam Neill and Luke Hemsworth. That stuff was really I was, happy to, I was happy to see Sam Neill, but also I feel two ways about it because I think Sam Neill deserves an actual role in an MCU movie. I, I think he was McCarthy. I think that was so I annoying. I, I, I think 
I think uh, Sam Neill would play an awesome villain, and I've said it many times before. I think he'd be a great Magneto if they wanted to do that. But but instead, we give him a you know a a really silly two minute role in an MCU movie, and now he'll never get a chance at like an actual role. So you know, how I they think mentioned- that's annoying to me. You know how mm-hmm. I, I agree, and I, I hope that he does get an actual role because I think Sam Neill's an underrated actor, and he should do so much more stuff. They mentioned Interstellar in this movie, right? Remember Natalie Portman's like, "You should see, you should see Interstellar." It explains, it explains this, right? The well, folding up. People started theorizing, like, okay, if Interstellar as a sci-fi movie is canon in this movie maybe other sci-fi movies are canon in this movie maybe even the martian starring matt Matt damon right some people are theorizing that the matt damon who plays it does the plays could actually be matt a version of matt damon but then that is that wouldn't make sense because he originally did him on asgard so fuck it it's not matt damon yeah he's confirmed He's an Asgardian. Mm-hmm. Having said that, the second time when, <laughs> when all the shit hits the fan, they come through the ceiling and, and he's asking if they should start putting the play back together. Oh, yeah. So that, that I love. That was my favorite. And, and I mentioned Melissa McCarthy did make her MCU debut as... Who did she play? Hella. Oh, yeah. Hella. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And that was fine. And I saw Melissa McCarthy's husband on stage, too. Oh, yeah, the, he was there. Yeah, he, in, he was the there scene? too. Okay, he's always they're always together. Yeah. Okay. So, where does that leave us going forward? What do well, we think of the first post credit scene? Uh, I don't think anybody gives a fuck about Hercules. I just don't. I, I think I think the oh, MCU yeah, is in this weird. It. I think the MCU is in a weird transitional phase where they're they're not exactly they're they're not the things that they're setting up are really loose and they're not setting up like a, you know, we're not setting up in an, an, an end game style thing right now. So we're just right. getting like little nuggets. And I, and I think Hercules is somebody that most people probably just don't care about. So um, yeah, there, there Hercules were rumors. Days. Twitter has been on fire because there were rumors that Hercules was going to be played by Henry Cavill. It's not the case. <laughs> no, I don't. I didn't even. Rec- I didn't even recognize the actor. So the actor's name is uh, Brett Goldstein. Um, apparently, he's the breakout star from Ted Lasso, which I know is a very popular show. I've just not watched it, but okay. um, and apparently, he's great. All right, I just can. I don't think Hercules. That's almost like I'd care about a Hercules. public domain character, like Sherlock Holmes, almost. <laughs> well, well, Hercules. Hercules plays a part in Marvel comics. Like he is a yeah. He is a care. You know, he's a character in Marvel comics. He's a superhero uh-huh. that exists and is Zeus's son. And I know it yeah. is, you know, that shit. But but I mean, it makes sense to have him there. But I just don't think he's like. I feel like a character like Hercules should have been like, give me a big name actor. We're like, whoa, can you believe Henry Cavill's playing Hercules? <laughs> I don't know. That's all I can come up with. I would have loved to see the Zack Snyder fans get pretty mad. <laughs> Just based on the fact that he switched yeah. to yeah. Marvel for yeah. DC. Sure. This seems like something they'd get mad about. They let they, they but Marvel That's would let him keep money. his Marvel would let him keep his mustache. Of course. Hey, by the way, you know, 
Comic-Con was kind of ground zero for like the Snyder movement. Like they had like the airplane flying above. And yeah. Like, release the Snyder cut. Yeah. I maybe we'll see some of that this Wait, year. Should we hire an airplane to come by and say and like delete the Snyder Delete the Snyder yes. cut? Yes. <gasps> should we get yes. shirts? Yeah. Should we should we choose war? Can we ask uh, everyone to create a robot account so they can like make Twitter <clears throat> Make it a big deal. Just be like, hey guys, delete so the Snyder, the Snyder cut. The Snyder cut's that. been out for about a year. Can we delete it? <laughs> we think it, you guys have all had enough time. We've had enough time. Mm-hmm. It's, it, Bring all your copies to the bonfire. It's time for the Snyder cut to end. <laughs> uh, what made me think of that is I, I thought the Shadow Realm stuff was pretty cool. I liked the black and white sure. stuff. I thought I, I thought visually it looked pretty cool. <laughs> but the um the, the comics, version. the comics version of that sword is better because it has a symbiote living inside of it, and that's what oh, the, makes in it the sword. So, in the sword, that's what makes it so powerful. And oh. and I and I thought going into the movie, I was like, surely they're not going to do the symbiote thing. But then I was like, but then why is the sword going to be powerful? But then the sword's like talking to Gore, you know, it's like whispering, it's like talking to him, and I'm like, oh, maybe the symbiote is in the sword, but then it's not. My brother was convinced. I don't know why. My brother's not a com- my brother's a huge MCU fan, but he's not a comic fan at all. And he was betting his life that they were not going to do the Jane Foster cancer storyline, and that they were going to do that. She was going to be like a variant from another multiverse or something. And I was like, wh- I was like, why? Why? What is making you think that? He's like, it just doesn't make sense to do the whole cancer thing. I'm like, but why? And then they Are did it. Gonna... He, hasn't, he hasn't said a damn word about it. I thought it was the best part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, call him up real quick. Dude, he's going to call us. <laughs> he's going to call. When he watches this. <laughs> you can't, so many strays. He's talking shit about your brother. <laughs> he's like, you can't even pronounce <laughs> fucking Monyar. Monyar. I can't. I don't know how to say the hammer's name. I, I never didn't, do. I, well, nobody fine. can say it right. Just Monyar. One divine hammer. To rule them all. Is it ever called that ever? No, that's a song by the Breeders. One Divine Hammer. Oh, there you go. Um, Okay, overall, like the movie, it, it, you know, but much like Doctor Strange, I I didn't, I don't have this desire to like go back and watch it immediately. Like, I don't have that. And I think that might be just a little. It didn't have the perfect 10 factor, um, I think. Yeah. But it's, I think every MCU, everything the MCU has put out, Shows, movies, all of it since Endgame has felt less than it. It, it yeah. And I and I don't know if there's any way for it not to. Like, um, Thanos and Infinity War and Endgame were such a big buildup, and we spent literally ten years getting to know Tony Stark and Captain America and all of these characters and it's all over and now it's just like all right well we gotta we gotta keep making these movies but it just seems to be i don't know it's it is a bit of burnout it's a it's a i don't know it's like a dilemma that i don't know if there's a a way to fix it it's just it's we've been watching these movies for a long time and it almost seems like there should be a little bit of a break maybe or Mm -hmm. that there should either be a break or there needs to be a really really clear uh, intention to where this is all where this is going. all going, right? Yeah, not just moving forward with hoping to get a direction. It's pretty um, aimless. It feels yes. pretty aimless. Yeah, like yeah, we're wandering around the desert. I think part of that problem is that I think the Disney Plus shows 
I think there's a subconscious thing where like I don't I think the Disney Plus shows, even though they take place within the MCU, a lot of them like for like Miss Marvel is on now. Like I think that can kind of exist as its as its own thing, right? But then again, she's gonna be in Captain Marvel. I don't know. It just feels diluted. It feels like it's too much. And I feel like there there needs to be some sort of clear indicators sooner rather than later, like you guys were just saying on kind of where, where is this overall story going to? Because I think what makes the MCU so impressive is that 10 year arc starting with <coughs> Iron Man into, into Endgame. I, I, I think <coughs> it's going to be really hard to mm-hmm. tap into that again. Well, I think, um, I mean, we'll see what they announce next week, but I think they're, uh, I think they're, I don't, I don't, I think their best option is to move forward with Fantastic Four and X-Men because Fantastic Four and X-Men are two of the most popular Marvel, uh, you know, franchises. Like, yep. of that's what people, people are dying to see those two. Right. And I don't think everybody cares about Doctor Strange and I don't think everybody cares about Thor or, you know, like <laughs> Thor is popular, but he was a, he, you know, Thor was like a third-rate Mar- Marvel character in the comics. You know, he wasn't what people were flocking to. And uh, same with Doctor Strange. You know, the Ant Man movies are kind of they're fine, but they're weird. And it's like uh, I know a lot of. It just feels like they need those characters that everybody are going to be attached to. I want another Shang Chi movie. Yeah, I love Show that. Me that. But and no more Eternals. Yeah. Eternals are go- they're not doing. Eternals are done. <laughs> they're gonna yeah. ret- they're retconning all that. Definitely. You'll never see the Eternals again. Oh, done, done. So, um, I feel like the uh, instead of trying to reinvent a character that may be a lower tier character on the the big Marvel spectrum, it's like rather than that, like you're saying, Jake, bring in new characters that will be new on screen but are really well loved, and like that that makes way more sense than to do another version of a character we've seen in kind of a pointless story, but also there's some heart to it. Like that's well, not what I kind of hard because like once you, you, we've seen, okay, I got a few more things to say. Everybody strap in. Oh boy. We've already seen Thor go through the arc of his character. We saw him go have the highest of highs, the lowest of lows. We saw him kill Thanos and then fall into depression and bounce back from that like so now it's great to see more but it's not going to get better right you're not going to do that again that's why you're never and that's why it's probably ultimately as much as it breaks my heart a good thing that robert downey jr is gone and a good thing that chris evans is gone because it's going to be that diminishing return as you go forward yeah um but Chris Hemsworth also does like Netflix but, action movies and is not going to say no to MCU paychecks. And it just made $150 million. So mm-hmm. Thor is here to stay. Mm-hmm. I mean, the movie, the end of the credits, the thing that popped up on the screen was Thor will return. Yeah. Are Thor and Gore a total bore? That would be my headline. Um, <laughs> Nate, hey, that's what the clickbaity name of this episode should be for you. Yes, Are Thor and, Gore, Thor and Gore total bore? Thorncore, total bore. Oh, wow! I haven't even talked about Guns and Roses yet. Oh, we'll do it. There was too much, way too much Guns and Roses. I 
love Guns N' Roses, one of my all-time favorite bands, just like Motley Crue. Um, there was too much Guns N' Roses, though. Yeah. Uh, it was played, Sweet Child of Mine was in every trailer, and then they played like literally three or four songs from like one album. Although when November Rain hit during the last battle with all the kids, I literally started crying. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? I'm an easy cry. We all are. <laughs> We're all emotional bastards. Um, Jake, final thoughts on Thor. Uh, final thoughts. Uh, you know, it, it was still enjoyable and I, and I liked it and I'll watch it again whenever it goes to streaming. I don't think it, I just don't think it was quite up there with Ragnarok. And I mean that that's not a bad thing. Ragnarok was a high. I think that's a, yeah. I think that's, you know, top tier Marvel. So they can't all be like that, I guess. Right. Um, I, I think it all just come comes down to, you should never go into a movie and be like, I think I think Marvel writing themselves into this thing where every movie leads into the next movie, into the next movie, into the big Avengers thing kind of kind of fucks them up because now sure. everybody expects that. And now I'm watching Thor, which is just a standalone Thor movie. And one of the things that annoys me about it is it's like, yeah, but where are these movies going? And right. that's their own that's their own fault. Overall, I don't. Movie, I the do movie not, was enjoyable, but yeah, I cannot. I'm over this every post credit scene, character actor reveal, like because yeah. they've been doing it since like Guardians Volume Two, and it's like mm-hmm. it's just too, like you forget about it. And then like they did it with Eternals, or they brought in Harry Styles. Yeah, and it's but like, also, yeah, but check this out. Also, the one you just you just said it. The Guardians. How long ago was that? Five years. Where they talked about Adam Warlock. Yeah. That was so long ago. Oh, and yeah. like when he's going to be in the next one finally. It's become yeah, like finally, camping but promises. It's so but it's so far down the road that like you completely forget that that that's what we talked about. It's just Give me my goddamn Tom Cruise Iron Man movie. That's what I want. <laughs> I want that's No, because happening. I want Tom Cruise to do an Iron Man movie all practical effects in space whatever fucking tom cruise does i want him in the actual suit yeah he wears the full he's like no we're not doing cgi (laughs) 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 yeah he's like jumping up and down he's like build me a suit he's on oprah in the suit jumping on on oprah in the the full iron man suit yeah i feel like my feelings about this is like marvel needs to take like any relationship like a little break to go find themselves and take some time off so we don't see each other for a little while and that's not happening. Then come back. I know for money, money. No, reasons. I mean you've got Guardians, you've got Black Panther, you've got the Marvel. I know it's not going to happen. Ant Man, yeah. and then what? Like it's it's just I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we're spoiled. We are. Maybe we're we spoiled, are spoiled pieces. But of we shit. ask a lot of our movies. You know, it's like I don't. Well, <laughs> I of do. course you don't. You like Guns and Roses. Yeah. <laughs> You love the new Picard, which I also hey, it's pretty good. It's actually pretty good. Hold on, time out. Yeah, I like Leonardo. I like vanilla ice cream. Mm -hmm. I like Duck Hunt. I'm a simple person at heart. Okay. (laughs) I watch pro wrestling. Mm -hmm. What am I supposed to do? Actually, vanilla is not my favorite ice cream. Everybody knows. Jake, you're my best friend. What's my favorite ice cream? Can we say it on two? No. It's cookie you, dough. It's chocolate it. chip cookie dough. It is right, cookie dough. You're right. Thank you. Thank you. And Jake's favorite ice cream is vegan. Vegan chocolate. Vegan ice cream. <laughs> is it? It's coffee. 
Vegan coffee ice cream. Coffee ice cream. Because of Jaws. Everybody knows that. It's good. It's not because of Jaws, but well, it just tastes good. Coffee. (laughs) It just tastes good. I like cinnamon ice cream, (laughs) like oatmeal raisin ice cream. How's that? I've never seen cinnamon ice cream in my life. Is that a dude, thing? Yeah. You just like made that up. No, dude. This cinnamon like ice. If I uh-uh, Google dude. cinnamon ice cream, will it pop up? It, it's like fall flavor. It's like a featured fall flavor at like Brewster's. And never as I recall, Ben and Jerry's has like a cinnamon based ice cream based flavor. And hey. I just like it. Here's I like a, apple cinnamon. Okay. I like fall flavor. Here's the I mean, challenge. yeah. Well, there's cin- I see cinnamon roll. I bet that's really good. I mean, I yeah. bet it's really good. I've just never, never been introduced to that. It reminds me. It's reminiscent of like you're you're eating like cold batter or something. <laughs> like that. If, if Ben and Jerry's was to make a YHS inspired ice cream, what would it be called? Don't start the show without Abby. <laughs> yeah. Zero percent Abby in this can or that, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Um, I don't know. Realistically, well, that could be a challenge to the listeners. If you made it this far, let us know. Photoshop what a, it. What a boring challenge. That's a challenge. It would be. What's our ice cream flavor? Uh, we're Neapolitan. We have three different flavors. <laughs> no, you. No, if you were to go and create Ben and Cherries, ha- Ben and Cherries, it would probably be a pumpkin base flavor. It would have really? something. It would have oh. something crunchy in it. You're yes. all being stupid. Pumpkin. I don't care what pieces. I'm so mad. That's what I want. <laughs> Fuck. Ben and Jerry's flavors are fun because they have clever names. I don't care what's actually in it. What would the name? Well, be? I do, but I don't care about the names. I'm going. You're eating it. Who gives a fuck yeah, about the name? Fla- yeah, the flavor. I want it to taste important. good. YHS ice cream would be like Fudge Budget. Maybe would be one of them. <laughs> okay. Shocked. Budget. Full of. I like fudge budget. You can't get your. You just can't do it. Um, it doesn't. I just want the name. I, my mind is different. It'd be I'm ketchup flavor factory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be tomatoes, tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, mm-hmm. dude. Uh, speaking of taking a break from important relationships, we should announce that we will be taking a break in just a couple minutes from this episode to go eat dinner and live the rest of our lives. But we're excited about comic con excited about dragon con excited about ghostbusters uh, and the party that we're going to be having with the Los Angeles ghostbusters out at uh, comic con. Like we said earlier uh, at the werewolf in the gas lamp. Now I don't know what that means. That sounds like Should we look uh, Russian code. <laughs> yes, it's like Stranger Things. He, he's like, what, what's the guy's it's name? That's always Yuri. Yeah, what's the guy's name? Yuri. Not Yuri, but the the guy who's uh, with uh, Joyce. Oh, that his guy. that character. He's great. Murray. It's Murray. Murray. He's like, no, Joyce, listen to me. It's in the werewolf at the gas lab. She's like, what does that mean? <laughs> uh, let's figure it out. The werewolf gas lamp. If I had to guess, I would imagine that the werewolf is a bar and the gas lamp is like some sort of place that has bars in it. Yes, the werewolf is a bar. It's a pub. What is the gas gas lamp? District, is it? The gas lamp is, it's a quarter. Yeah. It's a quarter. It's 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 like the Grove in LA where we went to with Trevor Zaman. Yeah. Okay, cool. Where we all had expensive juice. Yes. It was great. Oh, that yeah. juice was good, dude. It, it was, was good. good. Well, this was fun, everybody. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, Abigail, do you want a final thought? Uh, get yourself some juice. I highly recommend that. Um, 
beyond that, I am very excited about the things we have coming next week. Um, I'm extremely grateful for the community that we have built and um, the many years that we put into this. It's really nice to actually we've never been to Comic-Con. So it, it is a really exciting thing as much as we say we're stressed about it. It's going to be um, oh, not it's going to be new and, and, and exciting um, and something that I'm really excited about experiencing with you two and our friends. Yeah, it's, it's going to be cool. Great. It's gonna be good. Jake, last thought. Good background, yeah. by the way. Looks good back there. Yeah. Are you talking to me? Thank you. Yeah. It's just my toys. I, I I I just I can just echo what Abby said. Um, I'm I'm happy. You know, we were supposed to go to Comic Con th- like three years ago, and uh, right. it's been canceled. And I'm, I'm a little nervous that it might be insane this year because of that, because it hasn't happened in a while. Um, but I'm excited to get to go and I'm excited, you know, to, that, that we get to do all of the things that we get to do and we do it because it's fun and we want to, but also because, uh, you know, podcasting is like opened up the opportunities for us to go do these things and talk about, and it's just, uh, it's fun and I love it and I don't want to, I don't want to ever stop it. Mm-hmm. Hey, Abby, real quick, ask me in uh, Phoebe's voice, say, pretend you're on the phone say, what about Egon? What about Egon? Well, he wasn't helping. <laughs> I love saying that so much. <laughs> I'm just reading the quotes from Afterlife. I bet, um, Abby, have you have you looked in to see what the uh, what the pool situation is? Situation at our is a pool. cookies are a go. Uh, it's double true, <laughs> but yeah, we got a pool. I don't okay. know if this is the biggest hot tub in California. <laughs> I mean, we already had that once. Um, but yeah, we're going to the pool. We went from 10 okay. calls a week to one if we were lucky. Egon started telling people that their little ghost problems didn't matter because the world was coming to an end. Is Dan Aykroyd a good actor in that scene? <laughs> I think he is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, 100%. He's best when he's himself, which that's what he's doing. How about this? I'm not even looking at it. He phoned me about 10 years later, some small town in Oklahoma. Okay. Dan Aykroyd's uh, a good actor, but maybe... Craig, Craig Goldberg, Goldberg as Dan is a Aykroyd, good podcaster. Man, I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> kid, kid, kid. There are a lot of mountains out there with a lot of ancient carvings. Are there? Some of us are going to have revenant. Hey, somebody blew up the Georgia Guidestones. Did you hear about that? Yeah, they're gone. They took they're them down. They're fucking gone. And did you hear about what was in the um, thing? Quaaludes. Fucking. Oh, like a million. A million dollars worth of quaaludes oh, were in the. Hold on. Oh, I love secret drug stash what, what, stories. What are those things called? Time capsule. Okay. Yeah, and the time Last capsule. Thing. So there was this monument, yeah. these weird monuments from like forty years ago called the Georgia Guidestones. <clears throat> I don't even really know. Well, they just it had like were. a it was like a set of um, instructions like or rules to live a good life. Yeah. A re- but it seemed like a, a hippie kind of thing. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was There's like some drugs, yeah. a bunch of bullshit. Um, but they've been there. No one knows who put it there or whatever. It's just right. been there for a long time. Uh, somebody blew up one of them in the middle of the night, and there's you can see it happen. But only it only destroyed one of them, but I believe it kind of destabilized the whole thing, so they, they took them down. Right. And they found a time capsule. Yeah. And inside the time capsule was... A Playboy magazine signed by Burt Reynolds. Okay. <laughs> um, an eight track of Saturday Night Fever mm-hmm. and dozens and dozens of Quaaludes. Millions. Yeah. Like, I read it was outdated. 
I read it was like a million dollars worth of coilage or something like that. So funny. A million Dude, let's dollars. Go the, let's go to the Godstones and pop some loot, slap, like <laughs> learn about it. Let's life. like, you know, bury in the ground just like a really good time for someone to dig up in like thousands of years. They're going to be like, whoa, Burt Reynolds, he must have been president of the world. I mean, if it had been the Playboy that has Dan Aykroyd on the cover with Pamela Anderson, Pamela Anderson signed, that's <laughs> cool. That. That's the only cool. Playboy I own. That's a good night. All right, everybody. For Abigail Gardner, Jake Walsh, and millions of dollars worth of quaaludes. Mm -hmm. Don't go blowing up any monuments. Yeah, that was fucked up. Why'd they do that? Unless that was part of the plan the whole time. Who cares? Maybe it was like, no, I mean, it was like a back to the the future thing. Like, Like the generations have passed down the date at which it flew back in time. Mm. Are you Marty McFly? (laughs) 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 Doc's alive! Uh, Mar- hey, last hot take for the evening. Marty McFly is not smart. He's screaming <laughs> at a stranger. Doc's alive. Yeah, he's a high school student. What? Show not me one. one show me one smart high school student. Yeah, they don't exist. We're all dumb when we're kids. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're a slacker, just like your father. No <laughs> McFly in the history of Hill Valley has ever amounted to anything. That's a fucked up thing to say to a dumb kid. <laughs> yeah. Especially, he does do things. He's like, history's, hey, about, to, history's we... about to change. Cut to Marty trying to make out with his mom in a car. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to say? Can we what? I was just going to say, can we end this episode? Oh, is it over? <laughs> <laughs> is it yes. Over? I kind of forgot we were recording. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Bye, Thanks. Bye, 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 y'all.
Are you Gaga over Godzilla? Cuckoo for Kong? Maybe you're a Mothra maniac. If so, then there's a podcast just for you. From the creators of Yes Have Some and Toy Anxiety comes a show that's been described as being as fun as a trip to world children's land and as informative as a Dr. Yamani lecture. It's YHS on Monster Island. Join the intrepid duo of daikaiju devotees, the tattooed titan of tokusatsu, Jacob Walsh, and acclaimed science fiction author, Jay Key, as they discuss all facets of the kaiju landscape. From films to fandom, television to toys, it will make you laugh, it will make you cry, it will make you love this rubber-suited theater of the absurd that is the giant monster genre. So fire up that maser cannon, fill up the Moonlight SY3, and mind the spine gap, then head on over to YHS on Monster Island. Video feed available on YouTube on the Yes Have Some channel and available on all major podcast services.